Hi everybody, Mark here from PondAlgaeSolutions.com and in this video I want to talk about natural pond algae control. These are tips and tricks that you can use to keep your pond free of algae without the use of harsh chemicals and yes it is possible to do so. Let's talk first about conventional wisdom though. In this day and age it's really common to have the idea that the best way to deal with the problem, whether it's weeds in your lawn or algae in your pond, is to attack it and kill it directly. Normally, we're going to use some kind of a chemical to do this. And in ponds and with algae, algicides are the primary tool that are used. Now, algicides are registered usually by the EPA, which means they have been uh, determined to effectively kill algae directly through absorption or contact or what have you. Most of these um, contain some form of copper or other unwanted byproducts that are simply not good for the environment or for your pond. One example, some municipalities around the country are now starting to ban the use of copper algicides because they're finding very high levels of copper in their water and they're also finding that some algae are developing a resistance to it. And so in the end, killing algae off and all the problems that come with it in your pond is a short-term solution at best. There are actually better ways to go in dealing with it. Natural is truly better in this case. Natural pond algae control doesn't necessarily kill anything directly. What it does though is it improves or it works to balance and clean a pond's environment up so much that it makes it very difficult to allow algae to grow out and bloom. In one sense, a pond becomes sort of resistant to it. Some natural products have been shown to hinder new algae development, and by this we mean things like barley straw and lavender straw. These things actually in university research have been shown to restrict some algae growth, and they're much safer than common algicides are, so we do consider them to be a natural alternative, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. Here's the basic idea though. Pond algae, like any plant, has to have certain things in order to thrive and grow well. Now these include adequate and abundant sunlight, just like your garden. It's got to have some good sun in order to, to foster growth. Along with this, high nutrients such as nitrates, nitrites and phosphates, fertilizer for no better word, are necessary to be in the pond water and then allow it to be absorbed by the plant so that it can grow well. So in one sense what we're trying to do is simply restrict or adapt these two things and get in the way of algae having all that it needs to thrive. Here's the tools that we use fundamentally, very simple. First and foremost we look at pond aeration and circulation. Much of what we try to do is, is dependent on good dissolved oxygen levels in the pond and so if we don't have that pond aeration and good circulation are very very important. You'll see a lot of water quality problems in stagnant ponds and bodies of water and this is one way to remedy that situation. The second thing that we try to do if it's not present in the pond or if a pond has been treated chemically with copper algicides which kills many things in the pond we may supplement with beneficial pond bacteria small microbes and enzymes that help to clean up the pond's environment. They help to reduce nutrients naturally. They lock them up so algae can't use them and they also help to break down organic substances in the pond and do so more quickly so the pond becomes cleaner. 
along with beneficial bacteria and enzymes, we might incorporate desired plants, particularly floating plants for smaller ponds. Floating plants help provide a natural shade, but they also work against the algae using the same nutrients that algae does in order to grow well. So you outcompete the algae for the nutrient base. We also might incorporate shading materials for a small pond, overhangs and uh, sunshades and things like that that can help provide shading and limit things like green water algae from developing out abundantly. Now this list could go on and on in terms of good management tools. We've talked a little bit about barley straw which when it's placed in a pond or if a form of it such as a liquid extract or barley pellets are put in the pond before algae blooms out or grows, it has had a history of some success at restricting new growth. And so you can definitely stop algae that way. Um, it's also important to keep the pond clean, as clean as you can from organic sedimentation and things like that. And now large ponds, obviously, you can't do the same things. So there's good management practices around the pond to limit runoff that may go in it and to use certain tools like beneficial bacteria or muck degrading or uh, bacterial pellets that can help keep muck under control. All kinds of things are possible here. Pond management, big thing. One thing you can do to help keep your pond in great shape is simply manage it, it better. Um, you want to keep organic buildup down as much as possible. This is in both large and small ponds. Small ponds can be cleaned with a pond vacuum for instance and you would do your yearly cleanings to make sure everything was working well. In terms of small ponds as well you'd want to manage your fish populations. Make sure they don't get overstocked or too heavy because if you get too many fish in the pond they create too much waste your filter system can't manage it and after that everything gets out of whack and you start to have algae issues. By the same token you want to use an adequately sized filtration system in a small pond. Make sure that you're not getting chintzy and just trying to get by with a filter that's right on the cusp of being too little to handle the job. And we would also employ other devices. In small ponds we might look at UV light to deal with green water. In large water we could use ultrasound which has shown a high degree of effectiveness at controlling many types of algae on large waters, ponds, and lakes. So in the end, natural ponds simply rock. They're better, they're healthier, they're cleaner, and it can be done without the use of chemicals. Pond algae control without the use of chemicals is truly possible. This process is completely holistic, meaning it can work on all common algae types other than, let's say, a rooted weed-type algae like cara, but it will help on green water and string algae and hair algae and pond scum. It can help clean up all of these things over time. The approach is safe for fish, for wildlife, for pets, for people, and for the environment. And so you know that you're not doing any damage there and you're actually doing a good thing. Now the final warning, patience is often required because natural processes do not work as quickly as chemical ones do. But the payoff is worth it. The trade-off is worth it because you have a much healthier pond in the end. I hope this information is helpful to you. We're just skimming the surface with it, but if you have any questions regarding natural pond algae control or your pond in general, be sure to stop by pondalgesolutions.com and let us know how we can help.